and welcome to another episode of Ripping the Rack podcast, the longest running bi-weekly episodic podcast about candlepin bowling and other things going on in the universe. Uh, in the universe. Uh, this is episode 105. 105. I am your host, Tim, uh, repping the uh, always great spoke to be Boston Bruins. With me today is the King of the North, Calvin Locke. Do we still call him that, though? Because did he beat Corey this weekend? Um, my team beat Corey. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Right? <laughs> my team got the two points. My team. Our team. My <laughs> my my uh, partner who carried me all week- weekend. But we'll get into that later on in the show. We will. You know. We, we will. And uh, with me, with me, with us, uh, per usual, is the Coastal Crusader, Mr. Brian Atherin. Brian, how you doing? Uh, Hi, everybody. No, no, we have a new name for him. It's Mr. Five Pin. That's that's what we call him now. Because <laughs> he can play the five pin. To, and To be fair, the, the head pin was it. in front of that five pin. Yes, yes, it was. You're right. You are <laughs> but the real question is, and we'll get into this later, but <laughs> up on the score sheet. Yeah. Did You're it right. go as a spare? You're right. It did. It had and no business going. I don't care if it had any business <laughs> unfortunately, going. Unfortunately, no. Unfortunately, did it, it went win like the a string? gunshot. <laughs> did it win the string? No. No. The Phil, Phil won the string. Well, he needed the spare though. Yeah. Yeah, but if Calvin Five. drops ten there, I probably punch the guts like I did against Corey. <laughs> oh, well, there, there is that. Um, so couple of things about today's show. Um, we are going to start on a serious note uh, before we move on to fun and frivolity. Uh, I want to finish, or I don't know if you ever really finished the discussion, uh, but I want to keep the discussion going surrounding mental health. Today is October 31st. Happy Halloween to those that uh, uh, celebrate the Halloweeny. Um, celebrate the devil. Celebrate thy devil. Um, Yep. Uh, Brian, thank you for bringing Colin over. (laughs) Yeah. Did Angie get her grandchild fix? Uh, She had fun. She had fun. That was good. Kelly Uh, wants to take Larry home. Yeah, I'm I'm sure he did. Um, (laughs) No, Kelly loved Larry. I know Kelly did. Kelly Kelly fell in love very quickly with Larry. Um, By the way, folks, Larry is my large cat. Uh, And by large, he means like Larry's got to be 20 pounds. There he is, huge. He's actually 15. Oh, well, he looks 20. He's thick. He's T-H-I-C-C. He, he is T-H-I-C-C in all the places. He's thick. Uh, he is not a, uh, what we would call a rotund fat cat. He is thick. Paws and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, he does anyway. have double paws, but he does have double paws. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but where it is, uh, you know, Mental Health Awareness Month, and uh, I believe it was national or here in the States was national bullying prevention month. Um, and this being the last day of the month, I do want to uh, dive into that mental health portion. And I would like to tie this into, into bowling as well. Um, you know, we went down this path, um, you know, a couple of weeks ago and uh, got some really good feedback from people, and we really appreciate that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, but one of the reasons 
Um, and and as an FYI, the um, for those of you that want to know or need to know, here in the United States, the uh, the suicide and crisis lifeline. You can now dial nine eight eight on your phone, uh, either a landline or your cell phone. Nine eight eight, or you can go to nine eight eight lifeline dot org. Um, for, yeah, I also have a help. text. I don't I don't know what the text is, but there are people available twenty four seven to text with if yes. you feel more comfortable doing that as well. Yep, it's free. It's confidential. It's prevention. It's for people in distress. Um, you know, and it's, it's, it's important to me and I'll tell you why is I mentioned this back on the show that I, I attempted suicide back in 1988 and some people sit back and kind of chuckle, not in a bad way, but the fact that it was 1988, which was, you know, 34 years ago and before some people were born that listened to the show, but I'll, I'll tell you what drew me to that conclusion. Um, I was bullied bad for things that were beyond my control. Um, you know, bullied me for me, it was my height. I'm, I'm a short dude and amazingly I've always been short. I kind of chuckle about it now, but it's, uh, it, I don't have any control over that. So to make fun of someone or something that they have no control over. Um, you know, I, I struggle with that. Um, you know, the other thing is um, I, I struggle with impulse control. Um, there is a there is an actual disorder, impulse control disorder. I'd, I've never been diagnosed with it. I've talked to the doctor about it. They didn't think it really warranted a full <laughs> diagnosis. Um, but impulse control disorder is, uh, and there's several ways that it manifests itself. Um, some people will act out, uh, do stupid things and, and, you know, hurt people and things and, and everything else. Others will say things that just pop into their head. Um, there's a lot of different ways to do that. I still at 51 years old, um, struggle with impulse control with, you know, saying things, uh, or doing things that I find, I might find funny at the time. So I say it or I do it and it hurts people. I've done it. I've done it. I've hurt my wife, not physically, not emotionally, just doing stupid things. I've hurt my friends, you know, and it's nothing, it's nothing that I do on purpose. I just sometimes struggle with that impulse control. And because of that, um, you know, there are people that will tend to, they'll get close to me and then I'll do something stupid and they'll drift away. Um, it's happened all my life. It's on me. It's not on them. I'm an imperfect person as we all are. Uh, but I am an imperfect person. I don't mean any ill will by it. I don't mean anything by it. It's just sometimes when my head's not in the right place, I go down that dark path and, and that's, you know, things happen. Um, it, happens at bowling alleys it happens at mm -hmm. jobs by I me mean, brian's been with me when i've said stuff where i will immediately start laughing and he'll look at me like dude what the fuck <laughs> and then i'll sit back and go oh my god like i never even gave it a thought just thought it was funny i mean i've, I've i know i've done that a, a small handful of times in the you know 15 18 20 years that brian and i have been friends um but i have to well, yeah, and thankfully he understands that 
I don't mean anything by it. You know what I mean? My thing's not impulse control, Tim. Mine is instant gratification. Mine is where I need an answer to my problem immediately. And when you have anxiety and depression, that's bad because you start trying to find the quickest way to solve a problem. And that's not always the best one. Um, and it's also you end up doing things that are ridiculous at times just because you want it done that then and there. And that's an anxiety problem. Um, I don't so much struggle with depression is it's anxiety. Um, anxiety and depression go hand in hand. If you have mm-hmm. one, you more than likely probably have the other. Um, but it's just that constant feeling of impending doom. And that is the hard part. And I find that talking to people is the best way to help with that. Uh, yep. I met with my therapist today. I do five, three times, sometimes three times a month therapy sessions. And they're great. Um, talking to people is, is what I need to do to help me. It's not for everybody. But um, like Tim was saying, there are people there to talk to. Um, I was bullied myself. Surprise, surprise. I'm a fat kid. Who knew? Uh, <laughs> but when you're a kid, kids are, can be mean. Um, and it sticks with you for a long time. So yeah. helping, uh, talking to people definitely helps. Yeah. So I, I will say right up front, I, I will apologize. And I hate to do a blanket apology, but I am going to. I will apologize to my friends, to my loved ones, things like that, for the things that I've said, done, acted, whatever. Because it's never been done with malice. And it's never been done with the intent to hurt. Um, again. I, I know I've done it to Brian, um, probably done it to Calvin. I, I know I could probably list, you know, 10 people right off the top of my head. Evan, I mean, Evan's a really good friend of mine. I know I've done it at least twice that I can think of where I've said something or done something and didn't think anything of it and hurt him. Well, the, the, other, the other problem is with that, Tim, is we never know what other people are going through. Right. So you make a comment that made gloss over nine out of 10 times. But that one time someone's going through some serious shit, it can stay. Yeah. So, I mean, and again, but I, I really want to kind of bring this back before we move on was I quick story. And we're going to, this, this is a true story, but we're going to call him Gim Didero. Um, my way of joking folks. Um, so Friday, May 13th, 1988, was a sunny day. I still remember. Relatively warm. Shorts and a t-shirt. And a sweatshirt. Because it's what I wore. Came home from school. Failing school. Failing eh, two or three classes. Bad day. Just bad. Bad moment in time get home my mom's at work my sister is off i i don't think she was i think she was done school but she wasn't at home and my brother was had moved out and my stepfather had i had waited for him to go to work um because on the walk home from school um i had decided to end it i decided to kill myself felt it was the only option at that time i had saved i had had my first knee surgery in november of 1987 and i had saved my pills and i know this now i didn't know it back then but i i now look and realize why i had saved them and i grabbed a bottle of cheap ass vodka that i had hidden in my closet because what kid doesn't have you know some type of alcohol in his 
hidden away somewhere where he prays that his parents aren't going to find it and uh, wrote a note. Hope my parents wouldn't, you know, hope my mom wouldn't find me. And I went up to the top of a hill called Nopar. It's Norway, Paris. It used to be an old ski area. And there was a spot up on top where it looked out over Norway and South Paris. Really kind of used to be a great place for us to go, you know, sledding and stuff like that at, at night. And you could see the town and you could see everything. And I was like, you know what? This is, this is the place right here. And I took the rest of the pills, drank some vodka, sat back and figured that was it. And within five minutes, I got violently ill and threw everything up. Sat there for 10, 15 minutes, wondering if that was it. Got violently ill again. Threw even more up. Realized then and there that that was not the way I was going to do it. Went home, cried, grabbed the note, tore it up, threw it away. And went about my day. And no one knew. I didn't tell my parents. I didn't tell... My friends, no one knew uh, until 15, 15, 20 years ago when I had a breakdown at work and I ended up getting help, finally seeking the help that I should have had many, many years ago. No one's at fault. I will tell, you know, I I will say that now. Um, my mother would sit back because I, I told her. Oh, I don't know. Three, three or four months ago, finally at 51. It's like, hey, mom, I think you ought to know this. Dead silence, just like you guys are. Dead silence. And I went, mom, are you there? Because I'm on the phone with her. And she just. I don't even remember how it had. She just. I say, look, she, she says on the phone, she's like. Why the fuck didn't you talk to me? Because I didn't think I could. So that is why it is important to me. Because I am a survivor of sorts. I tried again st stupidly when I was a senior in high school. By the way, do not try to hang yourself with a belt. The belt just breaks. Like, seriously, talk to people, talk to, talk to anyone. Just trust me on this. They would if rather anyone, listen to you talk than talk about you when you're not there. Oh, my God. I have. Thousands of times have sat back. And cried. Because I tried this I wouldn't have these things mm -hmm. if I had done it you know I wouldn't have my son my wife my kids my friends I'm telling you folks mental health is real 988 is a lifeline Use it. Tell your friends you love them. It's okay. Mm -hmm. 
People want to know why I cry. Well, I'm, I'm up. Well, mm-hmm. what is it? Friday Night Light. I, we've had this conversation. Tim cries because that's what Tim does. And that's okay. I have learned that it's okay to show your emotions. Mm-hmm. It's okay to not be okay. Yeah. Especially if you're a guy. There's a big stigma in being a guy in mental health. I went through it for a long time. I was a big, tough football player. Nothing hurts you. No, everything does, honestly. Uh, I'm a big softie, and we'll tell you that. Most people that know me know I'm a big softie. Um, I care a lot about what people think of me. I want to be known as somebody that you can come to and is just a genuine good person. I take big pride in that. So if I ever think I offend somebody, it gets to me pretty bad. Um, and talking to people does help. So I just urge everyone, and I, I mean this, I know a lot of people say you can always reach out to me, but honestly, always. My door's always open because I know what it's like to have no one to speak to. So I'm always there for people that want to talk. I would echo that. I I may not be the... I can't figure out how to open these Kleenex. Not a well, smart get, man either. Well, you get a box one. <laughs> yeah, you get the pocket ones, Tim. That didn't work out well at Charlie's funeral. It doesn't work out well now. Oh, God. <laughs> um, so, you know, mental health, folks, is real. And I don't care if you are 18 years old, 16 years old, 45 years old, or 80 years old. Mental health in in taking care of your mental health is important. And again, I, I, I struggle with the concept of not knowing what other people are going through. So I tend to, you know, I tend to let my impulse. Yeah, but that's the thing. You can't tippy toe. And I mean, I'm not saying it's not a good thing or a bad thing, but you shouldn't be tippy toeing around everything you say. You give, you think it's funny it's a joke and then they can just say listen that was very funny but you know I, time. I, I'm, I'm going yeah. i'm going through something right now and then you just go i am so sorry mm-hmm. you know it's it's not but that's another thing with being your impulse control they've made it because what you're saying is defending others but those people should understand that you don't they don't know or you maybe you don't know or Right, like it's you know the double-edged sword here. Yeah, all you have to do is just be as as simple, um, I guess, rational person, and just say, "Listen, good joke. I I know you don't mean anything by it. You don't. You're not offending me. I hope you're not offending me on purpose. But I'm just going through something, and that just that kind of irked me a little. And like it, mm-hmm. but we as society are very aggressive in nature. We're all very. We're like, oh, we're going to jump. Like, how could you say that when you don't stop to think first before you say, ah, that was a good one, but you may not know that I'm I'm dealing with something right now. And that that hurt me. Right. So it's Brian's good with me on it because he usually will give me a look and <laughs> I'll be like, ew, mm. oops, I you're, really said that or you're, oh, you're always God, me tim because you'll never offend me on anything it's it's you know the thing it's it's one of those things like i know what you're going for tim but now is not that time yeah you know it's it's 
it's things like that. It's, you know, how do I word this without it sounding creepy? But no, hold on. I, I have the perfect example, Tim, of how you and I do this. Tim, at one point, a couple of years ago, made a your mom joke to me. Oh, my mom passed away four or five years ago. He had forgotten. And I was like, dude, she's dead. And he's like, and he, and that's all it took. And we're, and we're cool. But I understand that. Yeah. He, he wasn't thinking at the time. Yeah. You but know, that's, it's, yeah, it, that's it, how we understand each other. It's <laughs> the, you know, in the bowling world, for the most part, as bowlers, we're all pretty close. For the most part, you know what I mean? Yeah. If, if you're in a mixed company, a pat on the ass is pretty common. There is no intent behind it. There's no sexual connotation with it. Thing. It's the sport thing. It's a sport it, thing. It, For 20 it is. years, it's a sport thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it, but there are people that mm-hmm. if you touch another person's body, body part, yeah. may find it offensive may may believe it to be offensive to a significant other and those are things that i don't think about at the time right again no intent behind it just just the reaction the just reaction, reaction. being you know getting ha- ah and they're turned around because they're most of the time especially me i'm i always back up after i make a shot unless it's like the 10th Ted's yeah, box, yeah. and I'm making the shot to win the string. I always just just take my steps back. And I'm the same way. I walk in a straight so, line, pretty much right, straight back. Exactly. So if, you know, for example, this weekend, if we go into start getting into that after we're done this, but when I'm coming back, Jill is right behind me. She knows I'm not turning around. So she just does, you know, the little pat on the butt and scratch the back and like, good job, because she knows I, doesn't, I don't turn around when I'm doing it. I just yeah. go back and forth. So it, it's kind of an impulse thing where – person's coming back they you expect them not to turn around so you just kind of all right let's yep. go do it again let's go yep. but yes you're right some people do find that offensive you just kind of kind of you know and it's you know i i, I laugh because we all love mario yeah you know mario is mario mario sings the boobs yeah you know i love them T- titties titties mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's <laughs> touch it, it if you it, want to touch it, it yeah. you, but there's no there's no intent no sexually no. behind it fun yeah, it's, it's fun. fun it's a body part it's a it's, body part to have fun with <laughs> but i need to understand and this is sometimes where i struggle that not everyone has that Perception. mindset yes so it it's a it's a think before you act type deal absolutely we don't all have the best thing. True. So, I, moving on, um, folks. Again, please. Oh, also speaking of Mario, congratulations. Yes. Yes. Baby Another again. Yesterday. Yep. As and well, congratulations to Mister DJ Trask on becoming muffin. a grandpa. Yeah. Grampy muffin. Grampy muffin. Baby's happening this weekend. Yep. Um. 
but again, folks, please, um, 988, here in the United States, I don't know about Canada. I'm assuming Canada has. I forgot to look into it. No, and that's okay. But I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm assuming Canada probably has a very similar helpline yeah. available. Um, 988lifeline.org. Um, it's Suicide and Crisis Lifeline. Again, it is confidential. Um, I don't care if you're a big tough guy, big tough woman, softy, whatever it is. It um, is uh, 1-800-668-6868. Or text connect to 6868-868 in Canada. Oh, I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> All right. All right. So thank you folks for indulging me. Um, thank you guys for letting yeah. an old man rent away. Use it's a important, platform. Man. It is. It's a, you know we what? have a platform. We should use it for good. It yes. It's it's taken me two plus years to kind of realize we've talked. It was a one of the first it. thing we talked about when we started doing the show was to do something good. Yeah, and it, <laughs> it it's only taken us two years. Episodes. What do you mean? So, We've been doing good with informing the masses of the bowling going onings. Yeah, Brian also had this. We we also had this uh, uh, mindset that we would talk like mental health. We would talk other things. We would talk, you know, important social socioeconomic stuff. You know, I'm not a doctor. I I have stayed at a Holiday Inn Express, but I'm not a doctor. I'm married to a doctor. Of pharmacy. I have played doctor. <laughs> Might have gotten in trouble for that in the past. Um, oh, you know, it, <laughs> well, you shouldn't operate on people, Tim, when you're not a doctor. Well, it wasn't operation. It was exploration. <laughs> um, apparently that's frowned upon these days. Uh, um, no, it's uh, again, folks, it's it's important talk and 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 we're going to move on. Let's let's move on to some bowling and. Uh, you know, let's let's talk about that. Uh, first things first. Um, we have a couple of things coming up. Uh, uh, number one, I do want to congratulate. They had the ICBA championship at Big 20 in Scarborough. Um, that was a couple of weekends ago. Uh, so I believe it was Saturday, October 15th, I believe. Uh, congratulations to uh, Shannon, uh, Shannon Scribner and Chris Merrill on their collective wins uh chris came from behind um through a nice 150 yeah 150 something in the mm-hmm. in the fifth string mm-hmm. um shannon threw a big if i'm not mistaken she threw a triple in like the second string that kind of gave her some distance somewhere in there um mm-hmm. it was it was fun i went down to watch um that's the first time i've actually Gone down to watch one of those uh, since my sister bowled in the very first one they had back in 2000, 2001, something like that. Um, so that was pretty neat. Uh, so congratulations to them. And there is a special Candlepins for Cancer live broadcast featuring Sean Baker and Chris Sargent Sunday, November 6th at 11 a.m. at Bolarama in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Uh, there Great is way to a- kick off the world's week. Yep, there is a 50-50 raffle, and there will be an authentic Randy Moss Minnesota Vikings helmet auction. Um, all of this to benefit Candlepins for Cancer. It will be streaming live on Candlepin Bowling Network, um, where, again, you can subscribe free on YouTube. Uh, let's see. The ladder series 
the results. Um, thought I had them. I don't have them. Yeah, Brian Purdy won. Brian Purdy beat Dom Drake. Is that what you're talking about? That no. Oh, what's wrong? No, I was talking about the latter two series upcoming in December. Um, I know Sean Baker was a number one qualifier at 732. I thought I had it here. I had it right in front of me, and I'm like, oh, that's not the right one. So I don't have them all. Um, But there were big scores. I want to say like the like 680 was the fifth spot or something. Well, Fuller didn't qualify at at, uh, six, what? He missed it by a bit. 673. Yeah, 673, and he didn't qualify. Well, he should have bowled better. He should have. Mm-hmm. That's why I said Maria should have dumped them, but they, they didn't anything. <laughs> oh, I can't wait till next Monday. Send it back to a cat. Oh, I can't wait. Oh, that's think, so funny. I think I'm not pulling the singles, and I think I'm just going to sit behind Fuller the whole time and heckle the heck out of him. It's going to be so much fun. I'm going to be putting dollar bets on six or under every time he throws the ball. Oh, it's going to be great. I'm so excited. Well, you're going to do dollar thirty-four. No, 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 no. I'm getting a wad of ones. I'm going in with like $100 worth of ones. And just well, it's $134 for you. Who wants to make some bets? I've I've done that before. That was another one of the impulse control things. It wasn't exactly the... Uh... It was kind of funny at the time, but, you know, when you're betting on your teammate who's up bowling, <laughs> yeah. I do it every year. It's so much fun. No, 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 no. Let's rephrase that question, Tim. It wasn't betting on him. You were betting against him. I wasn't. Evan said six or better, and you said lower. Okay, yeah, I was betting against you. But I won. So I was betting for you. Oh, yeah. But you didn't share any of the money. Well, we stopped because you hurt us and then got mad. (laughs) That's why you have to be quietly happy about it <laughs> yeah and cheer on the person so that it makes them feel better uh the women's candle pins for cancer qualifying rounds and live show at the big 20 in scarborough uh that is coming up the end of november beginning of december so tuesday november 29th thursday december 1st saturday december 3rd sunday december 4th the top five to the live show will be saturday january 14th 80 dollar entry fee unlimited entries allowed Prize fund is based on the number of bowlers. Uh, they are, I believe, they were currently at 22, uh, and we seem to have lost Brian. No, he, I think he just went to. I think he's doing something, so he took everything off just so we can. Okay. Keep going. Uh, yeah. uh, and they're currently at 22, so they are still obviously accepting bowlers. And the Wow shirts will be available at the Worlds. $25 every shirt sold. $10 will go to Candle Pins for Cancer. Uh, they are approaching around 200 shirts sold. Uh, that alone sponsors up to four bowlers or a family member suffering from cancer. And holiday Candle Pin gift cards. The holiday season and all year round, please consider Candle Pin gift cards. It's a great way to get people in the centers and perhaps to join a league. Uh, they make great stock and stuffers, Yankee gift swaps, Candle Pin gift cards. The gift that keeps on giving. Wow, I sound like we're sponsored there for a second. <laughs> um, the gift that keeps on giving. That is, uh, Paul Grant had uh, sent me that. That's actually a really good idea. And I'm glad he sent that because, you know, most of these centers do offer gift cards, um, whether to their bar or, or restaurant or whether to bowling itself. Um, so I think it's a, I think it's a great idea. 
So, uh, let's see. So we did that. We did that. Okay. Moving uh, on. I got a couple, just a couple things in Canada. Okay. Uh, this month, I'll just do it now because I don't know if we'll be back on in a couple of weeks once it gets into. I don't know. We'll see because it it could might be too late. But um, the in uh, Heather Lanes in New Glasgow, they're having their Remembrance Day singles, so it's on the day off. I don't know how many have signed up. I haven't seen anything recently. I'm I'm assuming it's still a go. So that should be just message or call them and they're. They have a Facebook page. You can sign up there. Um, and then I, there's a singles. I have no idea what it is, but it seems intriguing. It's just I'm reading off the calendar here. There's a singles and Top Gun challenge at New Glasgow. Okay. I, I, I don't don't have a description because I don't I don't even remember even seeing this. Oh, here it is. Hey, look at that. Just had to go into it. Uh, Forty dollar registration fee. $80 or 80% handicap based on the highest league average. Seven games total pinfall. And there, okay. So the Top Gun Challenge. Top 16 from singles advanced to play for the Top Gun $500. Any ties during match play will be determined by a two box roll off. And it'll go one versus 16, two versus 15, la, 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 la. And then winner of game one versus game two, blah, blah, blah. Neat. That sounds pretty cool. So, kind of cool. Yeah, it sounds pretty interesting. So $40 registration at Heather Lane's November 26th. And it looks like there's 30, 40 comments down there. So it looks like it's people are interested. It's filling up. So sign up and vote and bowl. I think I might sign up for that. It sounds like fun. But yeah, those are the things upcoming in Canadian land. Nice. Um, let's see what else we got. We had uh, this weekend was the uh, Pro Series, uh, Pro Series singles. Mr. They had Mr. Roll back the clock. Yes. He's, he's yeah. ready to go for Worlds. He's in the zone now. So uh, the number one qualifier was uh, Jimbo. Uh, which I'm not really surprised. He bowls quite a bit at Lakeside. Um, he, and he bowls well there. He likes that place. <laughs> he, he does. He, he typically, well, typically he bowls yeah. well there, I should say. Um, he qualified with 710. So basically your top, I'll do the top eight. Uh, so first was Jim, Jimbo. Uh, Dean Sullivan was 695. Craig Holbrook, 681. Joey Lister, 633. Dan Allard, 632. Ed Woodside, 623. Uh, Dave Malahan, 614, and Aaron St. Cyr, 612. So that was your top eight. And the reason I did top eight was those were the ones that got to buy um, all the way down through. Your eliminated the first, well, your, your ones that advanced in the first round, uh, Jeff Surrett, Nate Lees, Ryan Drago, Cody, 50, 50, 50, 50. 50. Uh, Dave Barber, they had it as 50. That's why I was like, I don't mm. think it's 50, but maybe it is. Uh, Dave Barber, Brian Fuller Jr., Steve Walsh, and Peter Riscatelli. Eliminated in the first round was Dan Leggy, Corey Alisi, Josh Ariapel, Nick Leach, Mike Erickson, Fernando Gatarna, Justin Lyonnais, and Luca Charna. Second round, advancing, was Holbrook, Sullivan, Barber, Lees, Ayotte, Fuller Jr., Ed Woodsize, 
Woodside. Uh, Dave Malahan eliminated was Allard, Surratt, Steve Walsh, Cody 50, Aaron St. Cyr, Joey Lister, Pete Riscatelli, Ryan Drago. You needed 122 to, to move on, by the way. Mm. The third round, uh, only three were eliminated because of a tie for the last spot. Um, it was uh, Malahan, Woodside with 120 and 118, and then Holbrook, Barber, and Ayotte, 113 each. Being eliminated was Fuller, Lees, and Sullivan. Then your fourth round was uh, Holbrook and Woodside moved on to the finals. Barber, Malahan, and Ayotte did not. And then you're fine. Wow. Yeah. That's a good deduction there, Sherlock. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> they did not. Dynamite drop. They did not. Yeah. And then your final was uh, Craig Holbrook uh, beat Ed Woodside 111 to 106. So, congratulations to the old man. Heck of a Sherlock. run again. Holbrook for anchor. Make Maria's great again. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> Holbrook for anchor. So we will uh the 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 next pro series I'll we'll kind of update the point standings this uh, where it's only been two. Um has Craig pulled every world? As probably. far as I know, yes. Yeah, I was gonna say probably. We'll yeah. we'll just stop it when when he's done. <laughs> yeah, that that's, that's when it ends. Yeah, that's uh, when it ends. When Craig that's, gives up. Is there anybody <laughs> when, else that's done when, it? When Craig gets done. Uh, um, there I was another it. tournament this weekend. Um, was there? Uh, no, I don't remember that tournament. Yeah, there there was. No, I don't remember. You I don't remember? For, I wasn't there for the tournament. <laughs> uh, you weren't there for the bowling. No, no, I was not. I will be. Uh, I will be honest. It was. It was really cool to go in Friday night. Um, once I got up there and, you know, checked in the hotel and drove over there, it was, it was cool to see a lot of the Canadian folks that I haven't seen that didn't come down for the mixed worlds. So, um, that was, that was pretty cool. That, yeah, that it was a lot of fun. That was, that was the highlight right there for me. Well, absolutely. one of them. Yeah. One of them. One of them. So either one of you want to start the conversation about this weekend? Yeah, the Bangor uh, International Mixed Doubles were this weekend, and congratulations yeah. to <laughs> douchefuck in the bottom corner there, and Amanda for winning. Funny nice job, Amanda. Because you're my bottom corner, Brian. So oh, well, really yeah, you're my bottom corner. Right, you yeah. didn't win. The douchefuck. No, uh, Timmy won. Timmy and well, yeah. Amanda won, and Tim yeah, was Amanda, there to help. Tim was there to make you know win two strings, I think three maybe. <laughs> Other than that, he was carried. When you step like up with a 35 pin lead on average every game, it helps. It was not like that every game. We never said every game. We just said you showed up for one or two strings, and that was good enough. I showed up for a few more than one or two. <laughs> Amanda and I, I will say this, Amanda and I did a very good job of supporting each other throughout the entire tournament. Um she was 121, 122. I was 123, 124 for the entire tournament. And we both had our moments where, uh, yeah, I had a couple of, you know, I had a couple of low ones. Like I had a 96, like the second string, but she threw like that a 140. Asshole. Ah. I didn't bowl that good against you, bud. Well, you didn't? Sorry, the first no. You threw 
goddamn triple in 156. Yeah, but that's not great. Yeah, because that's that's 60 pins right there, Brian. That's pretty crappy considering you got 60 pins in three boxes mm-hmm. and only 96 right. plus his loads in the other six boxes. Well, you know, you're right. You're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> Sean Morrison yeah. would have done a lot better. Right. He would have he would have dumped it down the side, but at least he would have done better. <laughs> no comment. Um, it was it, it it was a fun. You know what? It it wasn't the Can Am, obviously, because you know there wasn't sixty four teams. Oh yeah. Um, or sixty eight. It was or almost just as fun though. Sixty four. But it was it, it. You know what? Um, I'm glad Mona came up with the idea. Uh, you know, she ran with it, and then Chris, Cole, and Courtney really ran the tournament. Um, and Dumpy, Dumpy I know helped. Jo- I know Josh helped. Um, you know, and obviously the staff. I, I thought they did a great job there. Uh, you know, Chip. Uh, you know, Evan, Penny, uh, Maddie, uh, food. Rob. The food was amazing. Howie. Um, I mean, they 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 did a fantastic job. All weekend long. Um, I forgot to eat lunch the first day, like Saturday. I might have been a little hungry when we got done. Oh, I didn't. Oh, man, I was hungry. Brian Purdy and I drank the entire keg of Down East. That was fun. Oh, no, you had help from a few women. Don't worry. Oh, okay. I was was buying drinks. So, yeah, you had help from a few of them. (laughs) Um, Brooke loves her Down East. I'm looking at, I was just going, uh, Courtney sent me the uh, info here, so. Okay, because I know, was just going to wing it on, on group C and D, because I think I can figure them out, because I, I know we have the results from A and B. I got the results from all of them, if you want. No, no, it's all good. I, I'll do A and B, and you can do C and D. Okay. All right. So, uh, qualifying in Division A. We had getting the buy because we were they were giving out buys for the first first place in each division. Uh, getting the buy was Maddie and Evan finished at twenty eight and two. Uh, getting second tied with uh, Michelle and Russ Neely was Josh Daly and Cassidy McClendon. They both had twenty two and eight. Mona Lamar and Aaron is it Basford or Basford yep. or Basford? Uh, yep. Okay, Basford went twenty and ten. Uh, Olivia and Dom Drake went 18 and 12. Steph Miller it, and sorry to interrupt. It was really cool coming in on Sunday for the playoffs. Yeah. Cause Olivia and Dom obviously made it. And that's Olivia yeah. Milan. For those that don't yeah. know, that is Charlie's granddaughter, uh, James's daughter. She was wearing a Milan shirt. Yes, uh, I saw that. The old world from 1988 yeah. worlds. And uh, I had was, to stop and be like, is she wearing Charlie's shirt? Because that would have been cool. Yeah. Uh, but it was James. It was his his shirt from 1988. Yeah. World. I saw so. that. I, I thought that was pretty I cool. was three. Yeah. I was not even thought of. <laughs> I was seven. I was 17. Oh, you're so old, Tim. I know. So old. Uh, Steph Miller and Jerry Dunn uh, ended up uh, sixth. 16 and 14, and then Giselle Bourgeois and Chris Ryder qualified at 15 and 15. Um, so good bowling, everybody there. And then qualifying in the B division, where it was very interesting, and that is a uh, topic of conversation that I would have 
love to be a part of because it would have been an interesting take. Um, but qualifying with the bye was Jenna Ward and DJ Trask. They ended up beating uh, Jeff Lafayette and Deanna Bisbee for the bye by 10 pins. They both had equal same records of 22 and 8, but uh, DJ and Jenna had 10 pins higher, and I believe DJ actually made a spare with nine, eight or nine on it in the last box, I think, in the 10th box wow. to win, like to, to have pinfall. So I think that, uh, that was pretty cool. Um, third was Sarah Simmons and Carl Witham with 21 and nine. Uh, fourth was uh, Gino and Dave, who were 20 and 10, who I believe started out, I think, 7 and 0 or 8 and 0. They were undefeated after eight strings, I think, before they lost one. So they were bowling really well. I think at one point Dave was averaging... 125 or 126 when I looked at the scores. Like, he was on fire, hitting everything. Um, fifth was Penny Riva and Ken Lloyd. Uh, sixth was Lindsay and Brandon. And then we had a tie for, I think, the first time I've ever seen it in the Can-Ams, where they tied in points and in pinfall. Wow. <laughs> So Laura Weber and Lewis Dyer ended up winning the roll-off with a 185 to 182 score Ooh. against Megan and Jarrett Wood. Why didn't okay. they go? Why didn't they go tiebreaker being the match between them? Yeah, again, would have loved to be there to make uh, some of these decisions and wonder what kind of decisions they were making, but. I was not there. <laughs> I mean, I just because, would have thought that would have been the second tiebreaker. You know, first tiebreaker, right. pinfall. Second tiebreaker right. is your head, head to head. Head to head. Especially since you were bowling your division. Yeah. You you bowled everybody. Yep. I Again, I washed my hand clean because I was not there. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Division C. Uh, Amanda and myself uh, got the bye. We were 28 and 2. Uh, Tasha Murray, Corey Smith, 24 and six, Shannon Scribner, Chris Merrill, 20 and 10, uh, 20 and 10, Vanessa Huff and Matt Huff, 20 and 10, Deb Regan, Keith Beaupre, 16 and 14, Tony Allen, Rick Martell, 14 and 16, Celeste Buckmore and Stacey Bedard were 14 and 16. We're just doing the qualifiers. That's all I did. Okay. You can do the eliminated if nope. you want. <laughs> well, no, I'm just going, uh, in Division D uh, was Christy Hapworth and Mark Carrier at 28 and 2. Uh, Miranda Wallace, Travis Wallace at 22 and 8. Jill Wood and Calvin Locke at 20 and 10. Casey LaPierre and Brian Purdy at 18 and 12. Brooke Betteridge, Dave Godwin at 16 and 14. Renee Skinner, Zach Skinner, 16 and 14. Gabe Russell, Cliff Walker at 16 and 14. So, and yeah. it, and this is where it kind of got a little little funky. Little funky. Uh, Regan McNally and Kevin McNally uh, were 15 and 15. They tied a string. So if they had won the string instead of tied, they would have been tied as well. And then it would have gone to Crazy. pinfall and they would have made it in. Hmm. So... Um, high average for the women, if I'm not mistaken, was Amanda. 
at 121.33. High average for the men was Mark Carrier at 127. Um, on a side note, I was, because uh, I can, I was 40 pins away. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, well. Better. I, you know what? I should have. And should have thrown but, 190 against Brian instead of 150. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Would have won, right. Tim. Well, I shouldn't have thrown my 96 string in the second string, or I shouldn't have thrown the 1-0 something along the lines either. Mm-hmm. Um, Trust me, Mark had a couple 90s because I was – he was the victim to my only good strength tournament. So <laughs> he did not do that against me. <laughs> no, I, I almost felt bad for Brian for I had it for seven. <laughs> well, no, um, Sunday morning, the first two strings for Brian were, um, I decided on my face and said, beat me, please. <laughs> and not in a good way. Yeah. Tim, Tim in the, uh, Mark in the morning, uh, I threw 129, which, Good job for me, you know, pat on the back. But I, I lost to 151. And then the next string, I pulled my good friend Tim, who I thought would be, you know, nice to me. But no, he decides to throw a triple in the uh, fourth, fifth, and sixth box and 156. So for two strings, I had um, three, 307 thrown against me for yep. two. Nice. <laughs> yep. And, well and I will congratulate, uh, congratulate Josh Daly on his new high single. Um, yes, he threw a 192 right. on 192. Saturday evening. Had a chance for 200, I was told. Um, he threw a four-bagger in there. And then uh, I think he had a spare in the ninth. He left the 4-5 with a couple of pieces yep, of funky left wood. Left the 4-5 with a couple of pieces of funky wood. And the way I was told was that he almost made it. And had he made wow. it, he would have had, had the shot at it. He would have had the shot at a 200. So, uh, congratulations. Uh, the playoffs. 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 Uh, we'll, we'll go through real quick here. Uh, let's see. Uh, Mona and Aaron bowled Brooke and Dave. Uh, Brooke and Dave won. Uh, Jill and Calvin bowled Stephanie and Jerry. Uh, Jill won. Um, uh, yeah, of course. Uh, Miranda and Travis bowled Giselle and Chris Ryder. 40-something against Jerry. <laughs> uh, let's see. Beat Cassidy Travis, and Josh beat Gabe and Cliff. Michelle and Russ beat Renee and Zach. Olivia and Dom beat Casey and Brian. Gino and Dave. Uh, Deb and Keith beat Gino and Dave. Uh, Shannon and Chris beat Lindsay and Brandon. Ooh, I didn't realize how close this one was. Laura and Lewis edged out Tasha and Corey. I didn't realize that was only a two-pin match. Uh, Deanna, wow, Deanna and Jeff beat Celeste and Stacey. Uh, Sarah and Carl beat Tony and Rick. And Vanessa and Matt uh, beat Penny and Ken. Uh, Matt threw a I, that was a quick duck. He threw a quick hammer in the tenth box to seal that. Yeah, it was, it was a. Oh, really? Yeah, it was a one-pin match, I think, going two, into the last two-pin two match. match yep. Going into the last box, and he and Ken just threw an eight break. Yeah, and he just threw a missile of a strike. Like it left his hand, and it's one of those ones where you could have just 
turned around and been Sylvester Stallone and just, yeah. you know. Um, second round, you had Jenna and DJ uh, beat Deb and Keith. Uh, you had Chris and Shannon beat Laura and Lewis. Deanna and Jeff beat Sarah and Carl. Uh, Amanda and I beat Vanessa and Matt. Uh, they did another close one. It was a two-pin match. Uh, then you had, uh, let's see, Brooke and Dave beat Maddie and Evan. Jill beat Miranda and Travis. Calvin might have helped out a little bit. Uh, Cassidy and Josh beat Michelle and Russ. Olivia and Dom beat Christian and Mark. Um, I think Dom had like a 160 that string or something. They were both. She was 70 at the half and he was 92 after his fills at the half. Yeah. And the round of eight, you had... Uh, Brooke and Dave beat Jill and Calvin. You had Cassie and oh, Josh. Now, beat... it's, now it's Jill and Calvin. It's not just beating Jill. Oh, well, no, they beat Calvin. No, of course. Uh, Cassie <laughs> and Josh beat Olivia and Dom. Uh, you had Jenna and DJ beat Shannon and Chris. Uh, and Amanda and I beat Deanna and Jeff. And then the final four, uh, Amanda. Amanda and I beat Jenna and DJ. You mean Amanda? And... Huh? <laughs> I said what? you mean Amanda. I didn't beat Amanda. No, no, but Amanda beat them, not you and Amanda. Well, Jenna beat Amanda. So I beat DJ. Uh, Okay. Hence. You would be the guy that just, you know, he was a grand, he was happy. He was was happy. He was having a grand, he was having a grandchild. You know, he would be the guy who beat the crowd favorite. Yeah. Well, at one point, uh, you know, it's funny as I, I look to Amanda because a couple of years ago, we bowled in Augusta in, in November. They put a mixed doubles tournament on and we got to the finals against Trish and Cole. And Cole makes a nine pin drop with like 42 pieces of wood in front of it. Like you literally kept it on the lane and it was going. And I cut over a three and two. And I got a golf clap from a, from like one person. And like you would have thought the house was coming down. And I just turned around and looked at Amanda and said, Man, did you ever get the idea that no one wants you and I to win? Mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of felt that, that way. Or, or was it like the worlds when we drew Moncton in Moncton the first round? Very similar. <laughs> Some uh, people rooting against us. And then the final was Amanda and I uh, uh, beating uh, Cassie and Josh. So. Um, very cool. I have not, you know, I'm not counting that as a Can-Am win uh, because it wasn't the real Can-Am. Um, but I'll say it, it was special. Um, you know, Amanda and I decided to wear our Charlie's Revenge shirts uh, in honor of Charlie. You know, his house, he recently passed away. You know, it it, it was special. It was it was mm-hmm. it was a special win. You know, and, and to be able to share that with uh, a close friend. I mean, Amanda's a, a very dear friend. And, and, you know, I think a lot of her, I think she's, you know, she's obviously one of the one of the best women bowlers out there. Um, I would put her up against anyone at any time. Um, you know, I think you had arguably four, the four best, four of the best, five of the best women bowlers in the, in Candlepin Bowling, bowling in this tournament. Um I don't want to leave anyone out, but if someone were to say who would be your top five, you know, I'd, I'd have Amanda, I'd have, you know, Jill, I'd have Tasha, 
Um, you know, I'd have uh, Shannon probably. Um, Maddie. Oh, Maddie. I'm sorry. Jesus. Space on that one. I would definitely put Maddie up in the top two or three. Um, she is Maddie's an incredible bowler who's one of the most explosive bowlers out there, male or female. She throws a great ball. Um, so yeah, it was it was a special weekend. It was fun. Um, I I realized how old I am last night and today. I cannot move. I am sore in all the wrong places. Back hurts. Um, but you know I I. bowled and I was able to compete and I bowled well and you know kind of got some confidence back and I made some shots when it counted which was very helpful uh, for me so it was fun and I can't hear a word you're saying Calvin I think you're muted you muted yourself still muted I was still muted yeah my bad I forgot when I sat down to unmute myself good job good bowling thank you yeah, good bowling tip. Thank you. All right, we got like Ed. 20 minutes. Let's let's do some world stuff. All right, let's do this quick because I know Brian's going to have to uh, head out here pretty quick. So yeah, I got to vacate my office as my in-laws are staying in it. <laughs> <laughs> because and, and real quick, happy birthday to my little dude tomorrow. He turns four. Happy birthday, so. little dude. Little dude came over. He was a, he was cute today. <laughs> he had fun at Uncle Tim's house today. Yeah. All right, so Moncton is winning. Who is Moncton beating in the finals? Oakland Park. Moncton, Oakland Park. <laughs> Moncton is beating Oakland Park in the finals. Uh, I don't even have, I, I don't even have Moncton in the playoffs. Playoffs? <laughs> We're talking about playoffs? Playoffs? Um, we have to talk about this seriously because Fuller has now officially tuned completely in because we're talking worlds. Oh, no. Yeah, he's starting to listen. Who's going to be high average? Not, Not Brian Fuller. Fuller. Not Fuller is my answer. Not Fuller. Who will talk the most about themselves? Fuller. Brian Absolutely Fuller. Fuller. Junior. Who will who will not not be anchor all week? Fuller. Fuller. <laughs> who will not be present at 9:30 at the morning? Fuller. <laughs> Fuller. Oh my God! Who should Maria sub dump by Tuesday? Fuller, Fuller. <laughs> All right, let's do this. Okay, let's do this. Who is getting high average? Winchell. Winchell. No. That's, a, that's a good guess. No, Ryan. Winchell doesn't historically bowl well at Academy. Well, yeah. I'm thinking he will. Great bowler. I have nothing but respect for him, but I don't think he'll win high average. I think I don't know. Only because and not not to take the cop out way, but only because I feel like he's the only guy who bowls well at Academy and that's a threat. But don't know. I know Evan has high average for uh, their Tuesday night speed league at Academy right now. At one twenty two, one twenty three, somewhere around there. Yeah. Um, Josh Daly was your high average winner last year in at Lita. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I 
you also got to think it's got to be someone that's going to bowl enough strings. Yeah. Um, I, you know, there's just so many guys that it could be now that you've got everyone back. Well, not well, not everyone. everyone. You know what I mean? Um, I, I, it would not surprise me to see a Canadian win it. I'm not choosing Calvin. No, I'm not choosing me either. I don't, I don't advertise. I'm not a big, I'm not, I'm a, I'm a consistent, like if you, cause I I don't remember who did it, Tommy or was it Tommy who did all those world stats? Maybe. Well, no, Matt Cleveland, but Tommy put them together. No, no, but there was a, yeah, it must've been when Tommy did. Anyways, there's one tournament, I think where I'm under 124 and then one tournament where I'm over 124. Other than that, I'm consistently like 124 to 125 on every year. Yeah. So, so that's where I'm staying. Calvin uh, just nope. shows up and averages 12, 12 pins a box and calls it good. Yeah. Good enough. <laughs> I, I'm not going to make a guess. I just don't because I just. Oh, you got to do guess. I, I'm my, you want my guess? Yeah. And it's only because, I mean, no, he didn't win it this weekend. Just he had a bad Sunday, but Chris Merrill, you just, I, I don't like, unless he, unless you guys really mess with him and he's just so, Oh, I'm not, I, I'm not messing I just, with him. No, but I just, I just can't. Pick I, I, I would put Chris up as one of the top three bowlers in the world right now. for oh, Absolutely. If not, if not number one, but I would definitely put him in the top three. It's 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 an unfair advantage. He gets to look at both ends of the pin. There's a reason why. <laughs> Remember what I said ends. about bullying and picking oh, on someone? No. Oh, is that what it was? Oh, except, except, except for the fact Fuller. that Fuller, Fuller, Fuller. Um. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, God, Dad, I, I really feel like that would be a cop out if I take Chris Merrill. I know. Um, I don't know. I I, like- I'm gonna take an, I'm gonna take a Canadian. All right. And I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I don't know what I'm gonna go with. What do you mean? There's only like. And we're not good. So you really only have one team to pick from. And if you're picking a Canadian, you're picking between two guys. And if you're picking between those two guys, one of them has kind of still been bowling. Now the other one I don't think has bowled as much. So. Brian, you go. Because I'm gotta, trying to. I, did, I took Winchell. Oh, you took Winchell. Okay. Yeah. He's got a I, nicely shaped bum. And he's got the hair of Jesus. <laughs> you know what I am? I'm gonna take the bowl. I'm taking the bowling. Uh, I'm bowling Jesus. I'm, bowling I'm, Jesus. I'm going with. I'm going with bowling Jesus. Matty Bum. Bum. Jim Bum. Okay. Yeah. Average. What? One twenty. Six point four. Oh, you fucker! One twenty-seven point two. 127.3. Oh. You. Price is right. Price is right, is right bitch. Me, douchebag. Uh, price is right, bitch. What a price is right. $1. Bitch. 
One dollar. <laughs> One dollar. One pen. One. Most uh, no going over. One. Four. Four. Sixty-nine. Who is? Oh, we're going high triple. Four. Four sixty-nine. Oh, that's real big. Last time it was there, Surratt was four eighty. Yeah, that was Surratt, and he that 445. was forty-five. That was when he was the only one who basically broke on one hundred and twenty-five average. Uh, what'd you say, Brian? Four forty-five. I'm telling you, four sixty-nine. I'm gonna go four fifty-seven, just because I wanted to go twelve in between you guys, and that'll be the perfect number. Uh, one. One ninety one. Ooh, again. I don't know if it'll be that. It's seventy eight. Yeah, like I was thinking in the seventies, and that. Nope. Put... I'm gonna go one eighty six. Tim Matero with a one. Not. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. You Tim can't Matero pull fifteen bucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're uh, not Amish. That's a kingpin <laughs> joke. Surprise. In the high averages. What'd you say? A surprise in oh. the high averages. There's always one person where you're like, wow. They Aaron St. Cyr. Aaron St. Cyr. Because what was it? Uh, what, well, not that it was kind of a surprise, but wasn't it Cole? In, uh, Cole, Cole Fry up in Moncton. Finished second. Yeah, and everybody was like, wow, what a good tournament for him, right? Yeah. Like, so there's always that um, I, I, and and not that it's a surprise and not to be biased, but I am picking Adam Moore. My surprise. I was I was gonna pick Adam. Were you? Yes. Uh-huh. Now I gotta go someone hey. different because we can't have. I feel bad for Adam. He did all that work to shorten his approach to bowl in Bangor, and then COVID happened. <laughs> Uh, I know he did. He he changed his entire his, his entire style. Um, change and everything. Funny. I should maybe do that because what I'm doing is not working because I I I can figure it out for a string and then I lose it in the next lane. I also was sliding. At least every- you at least you get a string. I lose it in three boxes. Yeah. I am going my my surprise. I am going to go with. Oh shit, he's not bowling. That would be a surprise. Yeah, disregard, <laughs> disregard Funny. my first one. I am going to go with Joey Lister. That was good. That was my second one. B D L. B D L. Just an FYI, that was my second one. Okay. Last one. Who's winning the singles? See, I that one's tough because I don't, you don't know who's gonna bowl. Right, but you can just cut my Bobby Witt. Oh, that's Chris Merrill. Yeah, that's the obvious one. Yep, I'm going obvious. Because when one of my teammates wins, good things happen for the week. So. Oh no. <laughs> You know what? Fuck it. Fuller! <laughs> Fuller! Just because I wanted to write his name down one more time. All right, last one. Fuller. What do you got? Who's winning the tournament? Oh, here we go. Um, Brian, you go first. 
Calvin, are you writing this stuff down? Yep. Okay. I got a whole sheet. I got Fuller nine times. <laughs> uh, I got Moncton beating Oakland Park in the finals. <laughs> God, we, if only. Oh, hmm. this is tough. It's a tough tournament because not everyone is bold the whole time. Rosters are a little different. Ah. A plus. Good. That's a good. That's a good hunch. We're gonna find out. I don't think they have. Uh, they don't have. Um, they don't have Maddie, right? Maddie's not going. McPhee. Go. That's the other one. McPhee. McPhee's not coming, but they did pick up Honey. And Honey. Yeah. Oh yeah. Good when he gets when he gets energetic. Yes, he is. Yeah. Good. That's a good. That's a good one. And he, he bowls well with Cody because they're buddies. So. Wow, him and, and uh, Sean and, and Sean too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they got Uma too. Huh? You pick up Uma too? Corkum? Yeah, they always have. Corkum. Oh, but they always had Corkum. No, no, they they no. hadn't had him for a while. They bowled with the he bowled with the graph with those guys for a while. Yeah. Hey, he's bowled with A plus since like 2016. Oh, uh, I don't think so. Uh, Maybe. I I put I put a billion okay. dollars on it. He, Guys, it's been it's been three years since we've yeah, all been together. Yeah, but that's only two hundred American dollars. <laughs> it's it's been it's been three years since we've all been together. So okay, so my real answer is Moncton because we're gonna win. My guess is God, I hate him so much. Uh, Maria's. Fuller. I hate him. But Craig Holbrook's bowling so well. Bobby Witt's been bowling well the last year and a half. I oh, I think they're just... Bobby told me Fuller, one. Adding Fuller takes the pressure off of Craig trying to figure out who's going to bowl anchor all week. Just stick him there, let him go, and the rest of the guys can just maneuver around it. Because, you know, that's where he wants to go, and that's where he wants to go. Craig doesn't have to worry about it, doesn't have to think about his lineup. Fuller, bottom, go. I think that's going to help them. Because I, I think that, that was a big thing is Craig always is like, I I don't want to be anchor, but maybe I should be. And he put Bobby Witt anchor and John Winchell anchor. And there was, now you can just throw Fuller anchor and the rest of you guys can have fun bowling. And, it is his home house. Yeah, I think, I think that's just, it's going to be the extra spice that gives them the win. I hate him. I'll pick on them all week. I hope we're in their division because I'm going to put myself anchor. Oh, am I going to just... Woo! I have one more guest to end the show after this. I, I, yeah. need every, I, need, I need an opinion after this. Timmy, who's winning? Just say prices and it's fine. Oh, yeah. no, we're going back to back. Okay. No, no, you're going to win one in a row. Nope. You won no, we're counting, last, we're, counting last years, uh, we're counting last year's as a, as a win. That, no, that's you and Evan that are counting that. Nobody else does. No, that's okay. I can still count. So, it. Calvin, yeah. Last question. Go. But do you want to know why I'm? Do you want to know why I'm counting us as as winning this? Well, because you have like three of the top like ten bowlers in the in the states right now. One of them is probably the best in Candlepin. So, yeah, I picked you guys too, but I don't want to. It's <laughs> it's because we it's because we've never gelled as a team. That's what we've been told is we we will will never gel together. Huh? We don't like each other. Yeah, no, I don't. Like so we're gonna anything. prove everyone wrong. Yeah, 
Yeah, I don't Calvin. like anybody on my Fredericton team, but we always won, so it's nothing. No, you didn't always nothing. win. Uh, How many strings does Tim bowl? Tim? Oh. Oh, okay, and I got another one after this, so we'll do these okay. questions. How yeah. many strings does Tim bowl? Um, 18. Oh, no, I'm, I mean, he's in the 20s for sure. God, I hope not. No, I said 18. That's six matches. I know that's where Timmy's shooting for, is half. 20, 23. If I'm bowling 23 strings, that means we're not doing that well. What are you talking about? How many did you say, Brian? 18? 18. I'm going to okay. go 17. Oh, you're going to actually bet on yourself? Okay. No. No, I'm you can't not. rig it. Okay. Final one, just because it's fun. How many balls before Tim complains about his back? I'm thinking. I'm thinking six. Two. I'm thinking two, no, six. No, two. <laughs> the two that hit the floor when he steps out of bed. Oh, okay. That's okay. right. My balls because the they're so hit. big. Yeah. No, it's because yeah. they're old and they hang down to your ankle. Right. Okay. <laughs> Dude, Mike, you have no idea what it takes for me to actually get up on the lanes. The amount of uh, ibuprofen and Tylenol I go through in a week. Just to bowl? <laughs> Let's put it this way. The first time that my wife, who was a pharmacist, doctor to pharmacy, went to the Worlds and saw the amount of Tylenol and ibuprofen that Tim and I took to bowl, she went, you guys are going to have no livers left. The pharmacy, <laughs> the pharmacy makes a killing the week before because everybody i have i have a bottle and i probably go through half of it during oh speaking of that before we before we'll end this yeah but don't hang right up oh yeah we'll talk after yeah so folks uh we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up um just because we've gone way over and i know brian needs to vacate the uh room so the in-laws can go to bed (laughs) um and i'm tired and my back is fucking killing me um with you (laughs) um Mm -hmm. again folks thank you for uh listening thank you for watching over the last couple of years um we do this because um now i'm going to speak for everyone here real quick we do this because we love the game um we do this because well frankly we all love to talk um and we do it or at least as i've done this more i do it because i feel like this is a way that I can give back to the game. That's been pretty damn good to me. Um, Bowling's been very, very good to you. Been very, very good to me. Um, very, very good. <laughs> you know, but it's uh, more important than that, though. It's, it's if if we get one person to reach out to 988 or to the Canadian hotline or whatever it is that's suffering and that needs someone to talk to, then honestly, all this time and all this effort and everything else that goes into putting this show on uh, has been 100% worth it. So thank you. Uh, you can send your questions, your comments, your concerns, uh, anything you want to rippingtherackpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter at Ripping the Rack Podcast. Uh, Brian, where else can they hear us? Well, Tim, they can hear us on Anchor, Breaker, Spotify, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and wherever else you listen to your podcast mediums. The dulcet tones of Brian Athern, folks. Oh, on Twitch now, on our wrestling show, we actually have, you can pledge Twitch points, which you get for watching, to have me do my ASMR voice. <laughs> <laughs>
good lord. Wow. All righty then. So, thank you. Appreciate it. You guys take care, and everyone else, we will see you on the lanes. Happy Halloween.